Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Fatty's Pub and Grill. This is the Rocky Lombardi Show, and I'm your host, Brandon Suarez. Throughout the course of this football season, I will be joined by Rocky and various Fatty's NIL-sponsored athletes. The show will take place every Tuesday leading up to midweek matching, which actually starts on Halloween, not too far away, from 6.30 to 7.30 live here at Fatty's. If you're not able to make the show in person, a recorded version will be available every Wednesday on the Huskies on Tap podcast channel, wherever you get your podcasts. But Rocky, all week we heard about this number five defense in the nation, the problems that it would pose for us. How do you think the offense fared? And most importantly, you guys got the W. Uh, yeah, I thought it was a good performance. Uh, I can't believe it's getting this late in the season. Yeah, well, you know, we're going to get one more show. I said maybe two. I'm going to count on two. But me and Duran were talking about it before you, before you sat down. So Saturday, uh, the 21st, there's one month left of the season from Saturday. So, oh wow, it's winding down here. Yeah, you got five games in that last month. But. Yeah. No, I mean, I think the offense played pretty well. I think you know, we left some points on the board for sure. Um, went for it on fourth down at the end. You know, there's no big field goal there, so trying to get trying to get seven points. Um, but I think the story of the day was the defense. That it was, and I'm glad you brought a defensive friend. I was looking at your face when you were coming off the field uh, after the fourth down, and it was just like a chuckle. You're like. We tried our best. I wasn't going to make a mistake, so you threw the ball in the crowd, which was the best thing to do. But, Duran, I must tell you, and I'll tell you live, first defensive player that we've had on the show because a lot of the players are, you know, Rock, Rocky's roommates, his offensive linemen, stuff like that. So welcome to the show. But from a defensive perspective, Jaden said in the press conference, you guys had a chip on your shoulder based on all of the talk about the Ohio defense. Who was the better defense on the field on Saturday, and how do you guys feel you did um, I will 100% think that it was us. Uh, it was definitely a challenge. Um, we kind of had to answer the bell and answer the ball. Uh, trying to kind of respond after the Tito game. Uh, uh, we got some plays out there. Then moving into acting, uh, we felt like we had a good uh, grasp of their offense. And this would be a big, huge challenge for us. We want to get the yeah, and I think the most important thing you said is must-win game. Like, everything from here on out is a must-win game. And even in the uh, Akron game, like, a lot of the shine can go on, on us for scoring 55 points, but let's talk about we only gave up 14 points. So you guys are doing your job uh, week in and week out. I'll, I'll go back to you on this one, Duran. So, Coach Hammock often stresses the importance of playing complementary football. Over the last few weeks, each unit, whether it be offense, defense, or special teams, are all feeding off each other. How important is that for the team's confidence and just the way you guys play moving forward? Yeah, I think um, everyone's kind of – we're having more fun out there. I think that everybody can kind of see that. We're kind of hitting our shot at the different time. And we're heading to these crucial games. We're going to be this much of a game. And we're going to be able to have our schedule. It's just like – it's just amazing seeing how, how all the hard work that we put in since fall camp is kind of starting. Like Coach Hammock always says, trust the process. But for you, Rocky, uh, just the importance of, like, you know, these guys are giving you three turnovers a game, and then you guys going in and cashing in on those opportunities. Uh, yeah, it's really – obviously, turnovers are a critical part of the game. Uh, winning the turnover battle puts you at a far greater chance of success. Um, so, you know, when you get three turnovers, and maybe all – are they all in the fourth quarter? They're all in the fourth all quarter, the fourth yeah, all in, all in winning time, yeah. yeah. So, very timely turnovers. <laughs> Uh, made our job easy. We kind of were just chewing clock, essentially, at that point, uh, up two scores. But uh, it definitely makes our job easy. I think that, you know, like uh, Duran said, feeding, those units feeding off each other, I think that plays a big part of momentum of the game as well. 
It's like when you play Madden and you turn the, the accelerated clock on, you're like, come on, we, we all know I'm going to win. Let's just get this over with. I'll actually tell you, too, so since I wasn't there, uh, I watched the replay there on Monday, and with two and a half minutes left and two timeouts, the Ohio coach took his headset and his entire, like, coach comm thing off. So he threw the white flagging far before it was over. <laughs> but uh, Rocky, two touchdown plays. In a game that's 23-13, you don't expect the two touchdown plays for us to be both 50 yards. Uh, but take us through each of them. One of them was from Gavin Williams, and the other one was from Grace Barnes. Uh, yeah, the first, the first one, uh, Gavin had a nice, real patient run. The whole line uh, gave him a nice hold to run through. Uh, and he just outran the last defender. Uh, and then the one to Barnes, the, the little cut pass were you know, selling uh, a big power game. And I think it was third and one. Um, you know, cut right, right, right past the flat defender, dumped it over his head, and then. It's very like Hunter Renfro-esque to me. I really liked that play when I saw it. And then, Duran, for you, on the defensive side of the ball, uh, take us through winning the turnover battle week in and week out. So before you got here, turnovers were few and far between. When I say that, I mean that. Like, they would get turnovers, but it, it was not at the clip that you guys are getting two, three a week. How are you guys able to be able to just do that week in and week out? Like, what are you guys working in practice and then – just take us through the mind of the defensive players that are getting these these strips and these interceptions. Well, I think you said the biggest thing you said practice. Before our practice really even starts, really before we even get out of the stretch, we have a tornado circuit. And I think that's something that really pays off and that you can kind of see that week in, week out, where we really emphasize punching out the ball, getting the ball out, um, intercepting the ball. And even when you go on against our own offense, we try to emphasize that in the scout period. So, I really think it pays off. And, you know, we try to do everything we can to get the ball back to us. Two things. You have a touchdown celebration just in case. <laughs> you know, I was thinking about one. Uh, I'm going to keep it a secret though for right now. But I guess I'll be out there. And then these fumble circuits. Am I qualified enough human being to be uh, one of the guys that the ball is getting stripped from? Right. Just throw a helmet and pads on you and just, just try to punch <laughs> it out? I don't know. I, I was telling uh, Cannon on the way out this morning, I used to uh, be a scout team kickoff return guy. So definitely have a, a pass in, in taking the bludgeoning from the rest of the team. I think you make a good punch. Back. <laughs> uh, Rocky, for you, Coach Hammock uh, spoke highly of you this morning in the press conference. How does it feel to be playing? You say you're playing some of the best football you've seen you play. How does it feel uh, to be hitting your stride here in the final stretch of your career as a Husky? Uh, yeah, it feels good. It's it's what I expected, you know, coming into this year. Uh, started off slower than I wanted to, but uh, we're starting to hit our stride now, and I still think that there's some small things, uh, a couple plays each game that we can improve on that, you know, maybe it's only five or six plays, but it's the difference of maybe, you know, 10, 10 14 points. So um, clean up those small details and really trying to play as close to per perfect perfect offenses uh, as we can play in the last five games. That's yeah, crazy, though. Like we said, we only got five games left. Six if you count some postseason play, but one week at a time, one to know each week, and then we'll worry about the other stuff after. But Duran, for you, the defense continues to get better and wow us more week in and week out. And the thing that I like about the defense is some weeks it's the defensive line, some weeks it's you guys at the linebacker position, and some weeks it's the secondary. How do these guys feed off each other in practice to continue to give these good performances week in and week out? Um, the biggest thing so far is that we're fighting for that consistency. And like you said, it can happen at all three levels. 
um, we're feeding off of that and uh, kind of pushing each other on making like a friendly competition almost, yeah. uh, especially in practice. And I think that really turns up in the games. And so it's just it's just amazing to see uh, how all of this kind of come together and pick each other up and move forward. And then I'll stay here with you, Duran. First homecoming, last homecoming, one in a one thousand win percentage. No one can take that away from you. What did it mean uh, to get the win in front of so many fans and then alumni and former players? Um, it was awesome. We all want to, we want to make everyone proud. Exclamation proud! I think that we did that. Like I said, we we know what the the tie scores are in. And I think that we all answered the call in all three phases of the game. Coach Hammock always says, find a way to just have one more point than the opponent. But Rocky, for you, the last homecoming here as a Husky, I saw some old friends were in the house. I saw Mr. Routine, Mr. Sorahan, a couple of the guys I heard great bad was in the building. Uh, but how was it seeing some of the old guys and then getting the dub here in front of the alum? Uh, yeah, it was awesome. I, there's probably 10 to 15 guys from that 21 team that were here, um, a couple from the 22. And, you know, that, that, was, a, that was a special unit, so – uh, be able to share some time uh, with them. I haven't seen a lot of them in, in quite a while, so a couple former roommates too. So it's always good to catch up with those guys and just um, talk to them about how things are going and uh, you know where where we're where we're headed towards the city. Send Liam on a couple routes in the end zone with the song. Or blocking the seat, you know. <laughs> Uh, speaking of blocking, Coach Hammock also mentioned this morning the possibility of a friend of the friend of the program, Logan Shernitz, making his return to the lineup uh, here in the next couple of weeks. What would that mean to the team and specifically uh, the offensive line if you could get Logan back in? Uh, yeah, I think it'd be massive. Uh, Logan's a huge, he was a huge piece of our offensive line in the 21-22 season. Um, obviously losing him, but to be able to have him back not only as a player as a as an experienced guy and a leader, um, just to be able to add some more experience and leadership to that group is nothing but possible. He's a pancake guy, too. I always see him getting the pancakes and the meanest, nicest blocks you've ever seen because they're, they're not malicious. They are clean blocks, but it's just like, well, take it easy. Like, that's somebody's son. Uh, Duran, for you. So, Coach Hammock talked about the defense. Ten of the 11 guys are homegrown guys. You're the one transfer. How have the guys made you feel welcome? And then in your eyes, uh, how do you think you've adjusted? I mean, you started every game this season and you played really well. Um, yeah, it was um, kind of scary at first. You know, obviously, coming to it, I had to get out of my comfort zone. Uh, obviously, the difference you guys really helped me with that. And um, they helped me with the playbook, too, just being able to trust myself to play fast. But really, it's really been interesting because the offensive teams, well, I'm really uh, get comfortable in the zone, uh, really just get around everybody and kind of like – Embrace this new uh this new challenge that I was facing. One and done, and you made the right decision on where you you could go for your uh your transfer year. And I think that's one thing that that is the beautiful part about our side of the transfer portal. Like, yeah, sometimes we lose our guys to bigger schools, but sometimes we get a guy like you. We've got guys like the Rat Dog here in the past, Casper Rukowitz from Illinois State, where it's like, damn, why didn't we find you like three, four years ago? You know, but hey, we got you now and. One year is better than no year, so we're happy to have you. Um, and then this one goes for both of you. So, Rocky, I'll start with you on this one. Uh, both teams – or the team sits at three and four, a two and one in time. So we'll say the record's two and one. Uh, what is the most important thing moving forward for this final five-game stretch? Uh, I think just continuing to take it one game at a time, you know, that one and no mentality that we have. I think we've done a good job of that uh, throughout the whole season. You know, we haven't really looked past anybody or, or looked – 
look too far ahead into the season. So just taking it one and oh, you know, this week's uh, Eastern, and that's all we got on our mind. And then over here for you, Duran, what's the most important thing for the defense in this final five-game stretch here of the season? Yeah, I think um, it's just really what Rocky said, the day-by-day, week-by-day mentality. You can't really overlook anyone. Um, everyone's a threat to you. So you have to play everything as the same as if they are undefeated number one in the conference. And I think we're doing a good job of doing so far. Well, last week, that was that was like one of those games where when you sit back and you look at the season and the full body of work, you beat a team like Ohio, five-game winning streak. And, they, you know, we both had a power five win too. So I think, honestly – the Max, the Max flag flew a lot more places than people anticipated. Like, I know Bowling Green got one. We got one. A couple other schools got one. So it was a good year for the Mac, uh in the non-conference. But Rocky, for you, uh, Grayson and Gavin found the end zone this week. But those are just a few of the many that have contributed this season. What has it been like to see the offense hit its stride at the right time of the season? We'll say second half of Toledo on, like, to this point. Yeah, um, it, it's it's been it's relieving. It's relieving because you know we we know what kind of offense we can be, and uh, there's a lot of frustration early in the season about not putting points up. And, you know, we, we know we have the talent too. We just weren't getting it on the field. So we've been able to, especially with the way that our defense has planned, it's been it's been actually frustrating. But, uh, you know, the last three weeks we've really had a stride, and we intend to only get better from there. I did call for a defensive touchdown on my, my uh, pregame for this weekend. I didn't put a name on it, but uh, I said I said Ontario will get one. I said Tristan Tavis will get one. As I said, I would call Liam's touchdown, so I'm going to be the guy that calls Tristan's too. And then uh, I said defensive, and I forgot who important. But I said the defensive one was the one to seal the deal. So four-point game before that, we went by 11. But – uh, so we'll go over to you, Garan. Uh, what separates you guys from other defenses in the back? So this morning um, at the press conference, Jaden was kind of talking about it. Like you guys felt like you were the best defense in the conference going into this week. So explain to the fans, the listeners, like what does separate you guys to make you that number one unit in the back? Um, I think in our defense, we kind of don't have a loose strong. Our I think that when you look at the defenses, they kind of have that one unit that really sticks out. And for us, I think it's just everybody kind of playing together. Um, so I believe that's really what sets the difference between us and And then, too, on the defensive side of the ball, you see, you know, we've seen some CJ Brown, we've seen some Jordan Hansen, you see a lot of rotation all over the defense. So, what's it like? Because uh, the sum of the parts, it's not just those 11 guys that get the start on uh, Saturday. It's a lot of different guys contributing to make plays to help you guys with games. Yes, it's great having depth at all positions. We can really rely on our twos and even sometimes our threes getting in and upholding the standards still at that very high level. Next one here. So this one's for both of you, Rocky. I'll come back to you. So. We're scheduling this season, no actual bye week, right? So you don't have that week where you need to get a couple people back from injury and you. But after this game on Saturday, you get the mini bye week where you don't have a game the following Saturday and then you play the following Tuesday, 10 days later. So what's that been like? And um, just how big is that to get some of those guys back? Uh, yeah, that is an interesting part about uh, playing in the back. It's, you know, uh, to get those bye weeks. 
which is a which is a big deal to get those guys back. But the, the extra three or four days definitely does help. Um, get your get your body back right, your legs back under you. Uh, take care of any bumps and bruises uh, that you that you might have. Um, so yeah, it, it is an interesting little deal playing in the midweek. But I I, I tend to enjoy it. You get your weekends kind of you know you have practice on the weekends, but you get to watch football, just hang out, enjoy the weekend. Um, so it, so it's a lot of fun. And you got to get this guy conditioned for those Tuesday nights because the whole schedule flips. But uh, for you, like, you were coming from a conference that you – I'm assuming you at least had bye weeks, right? So what has it been like to this point of the season to play such a physical position at linebacker to where the first time you really get a gap in the schedule is this upcoming break between Eastern and Central? I think it'll definitely be refreshing to be able to take a little bit off your body. Yeah. A little bit off your body physically, but mentally you're still kind of locked in for the task getting in. I think that'll be very, very helpful. And then we got the final home game. Um, that's a Saturday home game. Not final home game. I shouldn't say that. But final Saturday home game this weekend against the Eastern Michigan Eagles. Uh, I said before the show, it's a game that over the past few years, it's like either we win by 30 or 1,000. Or they went by a thousand. It's never really been close, but I think I think we got the juice this year. But Rocky, what have you seen from them on the film on the defensive side of the ball uh, that the Husky fans should be looking out for this weekend? Uh, yeah, they're a little bit of a different unit than they've been the last couple of years, uh, personnel-wise. But they do have some good players. Uh, one of my former teammates, uh, Chase Pine, plays for the linebacker for them. That their linebacker is, is very solid. Probably just their defense. Um, so they'll be a good challenge for us. We're excited to uh, put on tape to tape what we got and uh, give us some points we can put up. Do you ever see the video of Tom Brady uh, juking Brian Erlander? I'm gonna need you to juke your buddy, like Tom Brady juked out Brian Erlander. I don't know if that's offensive or which way to take that. Well, I mean, Tom Brady is not a runner, but I mean, you were number 12, so it's the same number, a little bit long, the hair hanging out the back of the helmet. Someone that maybe you know, just like screwed it for sex. Um, but, Duran, for you, so uh, what have you seen from the Eastern Michigan offense? Coach Hammock talked a little bit about a dual threat quarterback, some of their weapons, but what have you seen as far as just the film that you've studied this week? Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're a good group. They have um, some things they do that uh, issues for defenses and pay attention to eyes up right. They have good players uh, with Buster Field, a good back, good quarterback, yeah. and they also have good receivers as well. So we're going we're gonna, to um, be locked in this week. We're very excited for the test game. Yeah, they, like you said, good receivers. They have, like, uh, have a bruiser back, and then they have, like, a little rodent. Like, I saw he was 160. I was like, oh, my God, some of our guys are just like, don't get the suplex penalty. You know, you can't pick them up and throw them down. It's not wrestling. But, uh, I'll say over here with you, so action starts on Halloween. First Halloween with the team. It's an away game at Central. Are we dressing up? And if so, what are we for Halloween? I haven't dressed like in so long. I don't even know what I would be I'll probably come back to you now, but I'm definitely going to take a show. So this guy last year, before you got here, was the sheriff. He's just sitting in Coach Ham's office. Uh, Rocky, are we getting a reiteration of sheriff or maybe some play into the into the bullet this year for Halloween before Central Michigan? Um, no no sheriff this year. I'm uh, retiring the sheriff's office. But I will be dressing up. I haven't 
haven't quite decided yet what I want to be, but uh, I'll be I'll be sure to decide on which one I know. Yeah, stay tuned. I'm sure NIU football uh, will let us know who you are for Halloween. Uh, get, is it, are you guys flying to that game, or do you bus for those ones? Oh, we bus. Oh, yeah. Please, I don't know if you could do a costume for a bus ride. Yeah, if you knew you're a trooper and we're winning that game by literally a billion. But um, I'll, I'll go back to you on this one, then, Rod. Uh, offensively, though, uh, what do you need to do? So just your one-of-one one, uh, to help the team get to know about there on Saturday. Uh, yeah, just uh, keep, keep managing the offense. I think that's something that I've done a better job of the past, past couple of weeks. Um, playing the situation, uh, knowing down the distance, how much shoulder is, how much time is left on the clock, stuff like that. So uh, continue to manage the team. Uh, you know, like I said earlier, fix a couple plays here and there that, uh, that could have been better. And you know, now we're talking about 14, 21 point points. Yes, we are, but. Found a way to get that dub out there on Saturday. I said it to Ron when he got down to the table. I said, you got, we're going streaking. You got two-game winning streak. Hoping to make it three on Saturday. Uh, to Ron, what do you have to do out there on Saturday? Uh, this was such a versatile offense. Maybe not the best offense in the world, but they do have different ways uh, to hurt a defense, you know? Yeah, I think the biggest thing is you have to focusing on your safety with this Kind of playing that mistake through football, but sticking to what we do best. It's just playing a pass and playing physical uh, and getting ball back to offense. Or getting you in the end zone and seeing what that end zone dance is this weekend. Let's go. Uh, Rocky, I'll come back to you. Um, a win Saturday would get the team back to 500 on the season at four and four. Uh, but what has the confidence been like in the locker room during the last two games, of, during the two game winning streak? Yeah, uh, I would say it's been a little better, but you know, really, I don't, I don't know if the confidence has shaken that much throughout the year. Um, we had some struggles earlier offensively. Uh, defense is quite solid all year. Their confidence has been has been solid, and um, offense always had confidence. You know, we just weren't quite getting it done earlier, but you know, now we're really starting to roll. You can feel a little bit more confidence building uh, week to week. Um, so we're ready to we're ready to put up some score points again and show everybody what we got. Another 50-burger on the horizon, perhaps? Oh, that was a fun one. So you weren't here that week, but that week uh, – well, that, okay, so I mean, preface it. Last year, they put up 44. I was like 44 to 12 or something. So when we did the pregame show, it was me, Rocky, and Nolan. I said, we get a 50-burger, maybe? You think we get a 50-burger? It's like 38 at the half, and they finished with 55. And you guys did the thing on defense where, I mean, they weren't even crossing the 50. But uh, for you – uh, what has the confidence been like for the defense? Because, like you said, you really only had that one slip up uh, in Toledo game. Like, even the Nebraska game, you held strong for the first half, and then the second half, uh, the game just got away, with, away from us. But the defense had been a uh, consistent force uh, to the success of this team this season. What has it been like? Yeah, well, we have the confidence that we feel like we can play anybody in the country. Uh, playing that combination football, knowing that the opposite guys have our back, and we have their back. I uh, really get that confidence to go out there and keep fighting hard. Then I'll come back to you for this one, Rob. So, Coach Hammock in his press conference this morning, he mentioned the compete team. We talk about it year in and year out, uh, but the different players that maybe aren't able to play on Saturday, but they help you guys out throughout the week. So just name a few players uh, that you've seen that you've noticed in practice that are on the compete team that are helping you guys win out there on Saturday. 
yeah, there's quite a few. Um, I know last week Chase Hutchinson was uh, scout team player of the week, or the uh, PT player of the week. Yeah, the PT for the week. It's because I said scout team at the beginning of the show. Yeah, I yeah, yeah, that's what it is. That's what it is. But uh, no, there's been quite a few. RJ Miles has been really good for us, uh, giving us good looks. Petey, uh, Andre Cobb. There's been a lot of good players, uh, you know, giving our receivers good looks. Good D lineman Jelani Williams comes in, comes in and helps us sometimes too. Um, and he's quite a force down there, so helps our line get ready. Yeah, I was going to say those practices have to be tough. And I know, even though the weather was very nice today, Coach Hammock is. I learned that he's only letting the specialists go inside. And I was like, well, because I've been sure you get a couple of points outside. He goes, oh, I know. I know. At the end of practice, when uh, everything is done being live, they come in and get a few kicks live at the end of practice. But uh, for you, who have you seen in practice, the compete team guys that week in and week out are getting you guys prepared for the games on Saturdays that you ultimately are winning now? Honestly, I want to shout out to the whole those guys really work for them. So, we can have a solution that as you point down sometimes you are really upset. But those guys really give us a game like looks game like reps at full speed. I think that really is. Now, when you were, okay, so hold on. Uh, what was the name of the school year before? I forgot. I apologize. I love your college. So, when you were at Lafayette, like, were the practices and structure and, and did you have the like to compete team like how we do here? Or was it a little bit different? Um, it was a little bit different. We had way less guys. Uh, I think we have like 120 guys in the roster. And Lafayette, we had like 85. So, uh, yeah, some of the you know, starters will have to go down there and take some reps in the scout team sometimes when the guys will be hurt. Um, so it was a little bit different as far as I can structure standpoint. Um, this is definitely different when you're not too far off, but. It's definitely more structured. Things are more long uh, time moving around. It's purposeful. Then for you, Duran, not all of our fans know, uh, but you've played quite a few different positions in your college career: linebacker, safety, a little bit in the secondary, a little bit at the second level. Uh, just what can you say that makes you able to do that? And especially in this day and age, when you see guys like Isaiah Simmons and these guys that are kind of hybrids that can do both. Yeah, I think the versatility that the linebacker position is kind of evolving into um, is where you're looking to get those guys that might be bigger at safety, uh, but move way better at linebacker to really have those matchups and uh, put stress on offense to where you have a guy that's quicker that can cover some slot receivers and backs out the back. So it's been definitely been interesting learning uh, more so inside back position. It was fun having this. I'm going to call it now. I'm going to say a uh, little route in the flats. He jumps the route. Gone. Just gone. Uh, but here, let me get on to the next one. So, compete team, shout out to them. Coach Hammock definitely shouted them out. I uh, hit the press conference this morning. And uh, shout out to Jaden Dolphin, too, because if you get to about 26.45 in the press, he goes, we have a lot of support every week. You know, the bands, they do a great job at making noise, coming out and supporting us. He's like, Brandon be at every game. I'm like, oh, let's go. I was like, I'd never get an actual shout out in the press conference. So, oh, that was a pretty cool moment. Shout out to your linebacker friend, Jaden, for that. Uh, but, Duran, I'll, I'll come to you on this one. So, I always ask our guests when they come on the show, I don't get to watch a lot of college, but I know you watch the NFL. Who do you think uh, will end up making it to this year's Super Bowl and then the college football playoff as well? 
and a fellow players are gonna have to work hard to the Lions. Those guys have been playing great this year. Very, very excited. So I'm gonna call it a Lions Bones. And so I think that'll be Michigan rematch from the semifinals. So I think that's what will be in the national championship. That's the case. I'm going to have to root for Michigan. But we also, uh, I always ask the guys, so I'll go with Rockman first. Uh, just your favorite moment of the weekend in college football or in the upper college football and the United States. Uh, college football, I didn't, I didn't actually get to see it, but the comeback, Stanford's comeback on Colorado was insane. 29 points, I believe, at half. It was uh, 29 to nothing at half, and then Stanford, I don't remember the final score, but I think it was overtime, they ended up winning overtime. Yeah, so I didn't get to watch that, but uh, you saw the highlights the next day from the the media scores. That was pretty cool. Um then NFL, I would say um, the end of the Jets game, was it yesterday? Sunday. Sunday. That, Sunday. that interception on the third down. Yeah, just really the last five minutes of the game was really exciting. So it was, it was a low-scoring game, but, but a good game. Uh, definitely with uh, There are no more undefeated teams in college football or in, in the NFL. Yeah, college football, that, I'm sorry. Unfortunately, there are. But uh, in the NFL, yeah, the Niners lost to the Browns at the end. Their kicker was to kick. And then Jalen Hurts, the most unlikely to throw the game. Not to throw the game, but they threw the pick. Not great. Uh, Duran, for you, just a favorite moment if you caught any college football and then favorite moment from the NFL attended. Yeah, I'm definitely going to have to show some notes to the Irish. We were talking about that earlier, yeah. so that was a good I definitely, I wanted them to win. I said, I was saying, the local Moody as well. Um, for the NFL, I would definitely say we could probably put it in the box. I didn't see that one coming. Um, the only Jake Moody is perfect for picks. I mean, just push a little bit wide right. But I think they'll bounce back. I forgot Moody is a Michigan guy. Uh, Jake Moody is a Michigan guy. But yeah, I mean, it was a wild weekend, both in college. NFL, you guys were playing, but during your guys' game, the Oregon Washington game was nuts. Uh, the South Carolina Florida game was nuts. And then obviously, your guys' game was good. Um, I'm going to go two for I can never really count on my team on Sunday, but on Saturday, my two favorite teams, they came to play. Uh, you guys got the homecoming dub and just another step in the right direction towards a positive season. And then, yeah, for me, First time credential that Notre Dame down on the sideline. Uh, sitting as close as I am to you as Caleb Williams on Saturday uh, was just not what I had in store for my Saturday, but it ended up being a great day. The field got rushed. Um, got to honor my mom in quite a few different ways. So it was a really, uh, really good Saturday for me. And then Sunday, God, it was bad, dude. I lost in all my fantasy leagues. The Bears <laughs> lost. Uh, God, what would I say my favorite moment was? Uh, Kyron Williams, uh, former Notre Dame running back. And then, well, I'll say the Rams. I'll just say the Rams game. My dad's a Rams fan. I inherit the Rams when the playoffs start. The Bears never get there. So I'll say the Rams getting back on track was my favorite uh, moment from the NFL. But uh, Rocky, for you, I have a good one for you. I was over the weekend at this at, at said Notre Dame game. 
I was as close to I I am now sitting next to you to Ryan Poles, the Bears GM. You know that's my mortal enemy, someone that I just don't agree with his decisions. But I will ask you because I obviously did not want to ask it myself. Couldn't figure a nice way to do it. Didn't want to be wrong. But what is one guy that the Bears should draft in the first round this year? I'm the I'm the meatball fan. You're the you're the guy who has the football knowledge. I'm the meatball guy. I'm say the wrong dude. I mean, I, I think you gotta take Caleb Williams. He's just not a guy you can put himself on, or at least at least get a lot more. Yeah, like uh, well, that's what I said. I think if you if you think that Fields is the guy you want to keep, then you trade Caleb Williams. Or you trade the pick for Caleb Williams. I want everything. I want all the picks. I want someone that can come in and start right away at the receiver position. Um, Maybe a cornerback. That would be nice because I don't think they're going to keep Jalen Johnson. But yeah, like they might get, you know, they're going to be two picks too. So they get our, we get our pick, which we're just going to keep losing. And <laughs> Carolina can't, can't get out of their own way. So for you over here, though, Duran, um, I don't, I mean, I don't imagine the Lions are going to have a nice pick. It's going to be a little bit, comes at the cost of winning because you get a lower pick. But I'm sure you'll take that sacrifice. Do you have someone that, you see that, like, they could go after in the first round, and then after that, too, make your case to why you should play the next Lions linebacker. Uh, it would be nice for them to get a receiver like Marvin Anderson, possibly. I, I hey, well, I'll tell Ryan Poles to answer his phone. <laughs> I don't know that's going to happen. But to me, later by case, I'm not on tanks. I'd love to just play for my own talents here, so that'd be awesome. You love watching us. Also, there's a Pat's fan of my fault because my dad's side of the family is from my That'll be nice as well. I'm going to knock on wood. Hopefully, we get you a chance to play out on that field uh, at the end of the season for a MAC championship. But uh, this one will be for both of you guys. I'll start with you, Ryan. Uh, what do you guys look forward to most about this run towards uh, goal eligibility and then that possible trip to Detroit? Uh, for me, mostly, it's just about getting to playing the best football the week. I think that's what's most important, and I think that's what's most satisfying is um, playing up to your potential, which uh, we haven't quite done all year. We've gotten close, um, but I think these last five weeks really have strengthened enough and um, reached that offensive and defensive potential that, that we can get to that complete game. And I think, you know, the wins, the wins are a result of you guys executing in those moments. I think the thing that – was the crushing blow during the earlier weeks of the season was in the money time when we needed to make a play here, we needed to make the play there, it wasn't happening. But now the defense is getting stops. And then not only – well, not that you guys weren't getting stops, but the defense is getting stops, you guys are scoring off it, we're making the kicks, everything seems to be going our way. Uh, but, Deron, for you, um, just what do you look forward to most about this run uh, towards bowl eligibility? Hopefully get a nice little vacation at the end of the year. And then, like you said, you're a Lions fan, so – it would be amazing to get you a chance to play down there in the field. Uh, one of my uh, coaches, Coach Benedetto, he says winning is more fun than skin. That's not yeah. I think the biggest thing is to just keep on going, keep on going, keep on We're doing everything out there like we like And I think the like some guys are making fun. So um, just being able to put one foot in front of the other, putting our head down, I think the ones are fun. And put ourselves in the best position to, like you said, chase after our fans in Detroit, obviously. I think the thing, too, is you guys have created so many turnovers. You win the turnover margin and just – I looked it up before the game. You're the 33rd in the nation, and I would only imagine 
a game where you allow 13 points, probably creeping more towards that top 25. So you guys definitely have made Husky Nation proud so far this season. Um, I'll start with you, Rocky. You got a little bit more time under your belt. Uh, what will you What will you miss the most? You've been here for about three years. You you know you have about a full career at Michigan State, full career here, but it's only five games left, and then you're you're getting your, your graduate degree and you're on to your next step. Um, it's gonna be sad. I've been in college with me for a long time, and uh, I really enjoy it. I think the part I'm gonna miss the most is just the camaraderie. Um, you know, everybody hates the offseason training, the bond that you made with your teammates during that time. Um, just you spend so much time with your teammates as a college football player. Like, it's it's tough to it's tough to leave when it's time to go. Yeah, I unfortunately never got to play, but I can understand that same sentiment because, like we always talk about, like, it's the most fun sport. We love college football like no other. I like it more than the NFL. But uh, for you, I know you've only been here for a year, but you can make it like a twofold. What will you miss the most about your time here and then also just being a college football player? Um, definitely, I would say the summer workouts and being around, like, especially the team. Uh, just being around them and talking it's about everything. Uh, being the biggest about this as a college football player, we only do this for so long, and it goes by quick. Like, yeah, I really understand. Um, so just really taking it all in. And senior day is going to be a lovely, good old Tuesday of action game against Western Michigan here at home. But yeah, like it's kind of what we talked about when we sat down. Uh, I remember just like yesterday, the first show that we did this season. And even just years past, like uh, just the years they fly by uh, quicker than you realize it. And before you know it, uh, 30 in the next year was terrible. But uh, I digress. Um, for the Husky fans that will be out there in attendance, I'll start with you, Duran. What should they look forward to from the defense with this performance? Um, I think you're going to see kind of the same effort that we've been doing the last Pretty talented. It's a lot of speed going to the ball. Guys really flying around, picking each other up and everything. And then Rocky, for you on the offensive side of the football, uh, what should Husky fans look forward to seeing on on the offense this Saturday? Uh, yeah, just you giving a lot of that, uh, having fun, a little bit of toughness, a little bit of flash. Um, and we we like to shake it up a little bit. So we put on a show for you guys. Some explosive plays in the past game, and then in the right game, uh, a lot of points. Load that box up, we're dropping it right over your head. Uh, and then Rocky, I'll stay with you. Um, words for the Husky fans that will be in attendance out there on Saturday. Yeah, I just want to thank you guys again for coming. Um, we had a good, good turnout for homecoming last week, uh, even though the weather wasn't quite what we wanted it to be. Very windy. I heard it was 30 mile an hour, so it was brutal. Uh, but I think this weekend is supposed to be nice, if I'm not mistaken. So uh, we love you guys' support. Keep making noise when our defense is out there. Keep supporting uh, all of our players. We really appreciate that. On the topic of the noise, I did see a post earlier that was like, why do we make noise when our offense is on the field and not when the defense is? So I'll try to command the troops on that one. Uh, but, Duran, for you, just words for the Husky fans that will be out there in attendance this Saturday for another homecoming game. It's not a homecoming game, but another home game and uh, hopefully a chance to get another dub. Yeah, it's been a long, long season up to this point. 
Really do appreciate um, you know, the support that you have to the village. So it's been loud. We can have some favorite weather uh, coming this weekend. So it's been loud. Uh, supporting us. I love it. And then where can our fans and our listeners follow you on social media? Um, I think my Twitter, I'm more on Twitter. It's um, my name, Ron Gilbert, number six. And then my Instagram is R-I-N-N Gilbert. Thank you very much for taking the time here on a busy, busy week. Uh, I had a fair day, but I have to ask, just in case I'm a knockout left because it's not the last show, but if this is the last show, we've been doing the show here for three years, which there is absolutely zero chance that that happens because we're running the table, baby. Just some final words for our friends here at Fatties who have been our home on weeknights during the season for the last three years. Oh, uh, yeah, just just thank you to Fatties for, uh, for taking care of us. Uh, you know, we've been here for the last three years doing the show, and it's always fun to come in here and talk ball and um, bring, bring some teammates up here. Um, but they take they take good care of us. Food's great. The atmosphere's great. So yeah, I look forward. I look forward to a little post post game meal, post game snack here. Uh, but for me, yeah, I mean, it's been a blessing. Uh, the podcast. You know, I started the podcast four and a half years ago. I was just something that I started because uh, I saw when you guys didn't have the coverage that you needed, and I felt that. Yeah, the people know the players on the team, but they don't know the person behind the helmet, right? So my goal with the podcast always was just to get the people in the community, the fans of the program, uh, just an opportunity to get to know you guys more. And then having an opportunity to just have the show live, uh, whether there's 100 people in here or, you know, it's just my mom, my dad, and my family. It doesn't matter. The support that we get week in and week out from fans like Jeremy here sitting here, it means the world to me, and it's been a blessing. And uh, we will be back. We're going to get to a bowl game. You guys are going to get to six and six. So it won't be, it's uh, it's not a goodbye. It's a farewell. And we will be back later on in the season. But we would like to thank everyone for coming out to the final live, uh, the live Rocky Lombardi show of the regular season. We will be back at the end of the season for a few more shows. Hopefully if the guys can punch a trip to Detroit or a bowl game. A recorded version of the show uh, will be available to you via the Huskies on Tap channel, wherever you get your podcasts in the morning. But make sure to give us a follow at Huskies on Tap, at Rocky underscore Lombardi, and at Beatout 300. We look forward to seeing you all at Husky Stadium this weekend. As Mama would always say, Huskies by a thousand, and no Husky. Yeah. I got drink of living left in the kitchen with magic. I got drink of living left in the kitchen with magic. We got London on the track. I ain't asked now for nothing. I took the heart away. Twelve put me over, coming with it. They took my heart away. Heart away. Heart away. Heart away. Jumping in heart.